Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway. So something you've been doing today that you know you're actually too old for. Uh, I was getting stick the other day from my son over a game I've been playing on my phone. It's all about building a city around a fictional train station. A little bit like Roller Coaster Tycoon, if you've ever played that. It's one of those games where you get adverts to watch uh, for extra game points. And yes, I watch them. Apparently, that's not what the kids do. He's like, Dad, you're way over 40. What are you even doing? This is so sad to watch you like this. Brutal thing for a son to say. Life's stressful enough right now, surely. Doesn't matter how old I am, right? If I found something to take my mind off things, doesn't matter, surely. Sat on the train commuting in earlier, playing this game, and suddenly his words come back. It's sad to see you like this. Is there something that you do? You know you're actually too old for it. Doesn't matter. Let's be proud about it. Hang on to our youth. Our producer here, he buys jelly tots. He reckons that's that's something he should be doing. I don't think you're too old for jelly tots. Alison says the same. I'm on the wrong side of 50. I still buy them. Dave is saying Twitter. Is there an age limit for Twitter? There probably should be. Uh, share with us what it is that you do. You know you're too old, but you're still doing it. Uh, this text here, 8, 12, 15. I get obsessed with finding frog spawn every year. Have done since I was a child. I'm hunting in every pond, every ditch, every puddle. I collect it. I rear the little frog and then I return them. I'm Sarah and I am 50. <laughs> I love it. The uh, the spirit of Terry Nutkins. Uh, love this, Sarah. Keep it going. Ian, what is it that you're doing? So I collect retro games for, like, the Nintendo, uh, like the SNES and the NES and the Mega Drive, the Sega Mega Drive and things like that. Oh, fantastic. So... Anything to do with anything to do with the 90s, 80s and 90s. How big's your collection, Ian? It's getting a fair, fair size now, so I wouldn't like to say on a... Just in case the missus is listening about how much money it costs. <laughs> hang, uh, on, hang on, let's, let's just... Uh, we won't drill into the money, but um, is, is that a sticking point? What, what's the other half thing? No, she just thinks it's daft. <laughs> you know, we, we recently moved house and one of the garages has been converted into a games room with an arcade machine and all the consoles and all the games on shelving. It's oh, Ian, there's many people listening right now being jealous. Keep going! Uh, yeah, we, we got to do these things that make us happy. It's stressful enough. Well, we certainly have. Favourite game? What's your favourite? Streets of Rage on the Super Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> and what will you be playing tonight? Um, probably nothing because the house is a bombsite. <laughs> because we've, we've just moved in and there's walls down and the kitchen's gone and all of that. So. At the moment, I haven't got time to actually play what I'm buying, but uh, we'll get there. See, statements like that says that you've got this under control, Ian. Well done. Well, I'd like to think so. Ryan in Swansea says, I'm nearly 40. I play Fortnite with my mates who are a similar age. My 13-year-old son thinks I'm very, very sad. If there's something that you do, you know that you're too old really to be doing it. What is it, Ed? Uh, well, we go biking most weekends, me and my nine-year-old. Yeah. 39 and uh, yeah it just made me chuckle when you were talking about it because I feel too old every Monday when we've been doing it <laughs> <laughs> what kind of biking are you doing then what is it is it mountain biking or yeah downhill mountain biking and then motocrossing and enduro motocross yeah yeah with your cool. nine year old that's super cool yeah he's been doing it since he was six yeah he's mega at it and how often are you coming off Ed <laughs> uh, yeah, probably every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and a world of pain on the Monday. That's the only thing that's telling you you're too old. That's it, that's it. The moment you stop, you'll never do it again, Ed. 
No, I know. No, that's it. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, so what are we sticking in there, please? Colin's hanging on with another episode. What do you want to see, Colin? Uh, yes, um, it's getting the cling film off a cucumber. <laughs> I, uh, right, OK. <laughs> well, uh, and who's the chef you'd like to see do this? Uh, probably um, Nigella, I should think. Colin! <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Any other ideas? Um, well, apart from the key, the key on the, the um, corned beef team that I always have trouble with. You're not fussed about who does that one, are you? Not really, no. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. Bye-bye. <laughs> Still loads coming in from earlier. Uh, Anonymous here says, I love a skip. It's a must. I'm 54 in Solihull. I take it that is skipping along the road and not where you chuck rubbish. Uh, Rob says, I scoot to and from school on my 10-year-old son's scooter while he cycles. It's got loads of Minecraft stickers on it. I get looks from other parents, but yep, I am the wrong side of 50. I couldn't care less. I even pulled the odd stunt. Uh, and Will says, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. Painting models. I play with them on the kitchen table or in gaming stores with my mates. We're all aged between 20 to 50. I'm 30. Don't care what people say. I love it. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Every Wednesday we play a little midweek games night. Uh, a chance for you guys to win with the show. Uh, win some of our infamous show merch. The Hometime Tea Towel, the Hometime Badge, the Hometime Face Mask, the Hometime Signed Photo of Bush and myself, all contained in the Absolute Radio Hessian bag. Heady times. Uh, tonight, as we focus on the 90s this week uh, in our search for the best decade. We are playing 90s band or not. Our two contestants, let's meet them. Uh, hello, Claire, where are you? I'm from Leeds. Uh, what's going on today, Claire? Uh, just working. Uh, keeping busy? What, are you finished work or are you still working at the moment? No, I'm still working at the moment. All right, oh, OK. Well, well, we'll keep quick. Hopefully you can go back to your workmates as a winner. We'll see. <laughs> uh, you're up against John. How are you, John? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Richie. Where are you? I'm in Sunny Oval down in Somerset. Have you finished work yet, or are you still uh, still hard away? Uh, yeah, I finished about a quarter of an hour ago. Good man, good man. Right. Uh, so you're both going to get uh, five bands. I need you to tell me whether they're a real band or a fake band. Uh, let's see how you go. Uh, Claire, you were our first caller through, so uh, you'll get your five bands first. Uh, are you ready? Yep. Right. These Animal Men, 90s band or not? Nineties, yeah. So nineties, they are indeed. Uh, second one, Ugly Kid Joe. Claire, hello. Yes, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> Ugly Kid Joe. Yes. Yes, of course. Play them here on Absolute Radio. Third band, My Hawaiian Shirt. No. <laughs> Correct. Uh, made that one up. David Devant and his spirit wife. No. <laughs> they were a real band, honestly. <laughs> Named after a 19th century magician. Uh, right, oh one God. more. Tiny indoor fireworks. No. Uh, correct. They were not a real. Uh, that's two. Uh, no, that is let's have a look, three. No, it's two out of five. No, three out of five. Three. You did. Sorry. <laughs> I should trust you and trust my producer. I was disagreeing with both of you. I was wrong. Uh, right, three out of five. Let's see how John does. John, regular fries. False. <laughs> that's not a good start, I'm afraid. Uh, that's true. Uh, 
North London band. Uh, the Shell Suit Gang. True. Uh, is false, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's another made-up one. You need to get the, ne- uh, the next three right, otherwise yeah, um, you've lost, I'm afraid. The Long Pigs. True. Yeah, definitely. You can hear this band already on Absolute Radio. Uh, Ladies Night Out. False. Uh, correct. Echo in the Ear. I'm going to go false on that one. <laughs> it is indeed correct. You have both got three out of five. So, we asked you both a tiebreaker question uh, while you were waiting uh, off air there. How many top ten UK songs did Blur have in the 90s? Claire, how many did you say? Seven. John, how many did you say? Fifteen. The correct answer is eleven. (laughs) (laughs) So you have tied the tiebreaker. Bush isn't here. I've got no one to help me decide. So do you know what? You are both getting the bag of show merch. (laughs) (laughs) Blowing the budget. I don't care. <laughs> well done. You'll both be underwhelmed Thank together. You. Don't know whether you know what you're eating tonight. Uh, last night when I got in, it was uh, scrambled eggs uh, for me. Really fancied that. I scrambled a good egg. I need you to know that. But I think the TV chefs need to make some of their shows a little bit simpler. I struggle. I struggle with cracking an egg. I'm always picking bits of shell out of the pan. Thing is, you never see Nigella doing that, do you? Jamie Oliver's never ferreting around in the bin uh, for little bits of shell. I want an episode of their shows given over to how they do that fancy cracking of an egg with one hand. They don't even use the side of the bowl or the pan. The fancy recipes and the dishes, they're fine. Yes, they make us hungry. But guys, just show us the basics, please. Is there any other basic chefing that you want to see on one of these shows. Cracking eggs. How about cutting a mango? Nigella cuts mangoes. I'd watch that. Going to pitch all these to one of those food channels. Uh, Let's build the list. Uh, Andy says, I love a chicken tikka masala, but I suffer from reflux. I really should avoid spicy foods. So, how about an episode just making a boring korma? What can I use to give it some oomph? Neil says, how much spaghetti is too much spaghetti? We never get told. Good episode. Mark says, I want to know how to get Weetabix from the box to the bowl without my kitchen looking like a ball pit made out of crumbs. These are all things that could go in basic chefing episodes. We need to to get this on the telly. What else needs to be there? What are you wanting to see those TV chefs do? Tell us. Uh, Holly, what episode do you want covering? Past the portions. It never seems to work out. It never works out. There's always too much. And then you take less, and then you still end up with too much. It never works out, ever. Ever. Okay, so uh, a whole episode of a TV chef show uh, on portioning pasta. Who would be your, your TV chef of choice to, uh, to take that one on? I like Jamie. Nigella, she's just too sexy. <laughs> so, okay, so Nigella can't do this because you'd just be looking at Nigella not concentrating on the pasta. So, uh, uh, Jamie, it's a backhanded compliment for him, but we'll take it. Yeah, and maybe even rice. Rice could possibly also be in there because that's another enigma. All right, so if Jamie deals with the pasta quickly, then portioning rice as well. Fab. We're building that's the show. Fun. All right, cheers, Holly. 
Thanks, Ian. Uh, Stephen says, I'd like a section on the saucepan flick they do when they are cooking a stir-fry. I've tried it. Uh, loads ends up all over the cooktop. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We've been asking you lot to head to absoluteradio.co.uk uh, and tell us about your bad guy stories. Uh, people who have done that, uh, Emma, a few years ago, lived with a guy who loved gaming. We had a little money, so Christmas was always tough. Uh, I saved up all my nectar points with the intention to use them at Christmas for some treats we couldn't normally afford. I checked my points before Christmas, they'd all gone. My partner had used them to buy a new Grand Theft Auto game. Never apologise, we split up. Rightly so, Emma. Uh, Jackie, my next-door neighbour, used to put her rubbish out into her back garden by simply opening up the patio doors and launching the bin bag full of household waste. The mountain of bin bags was a total eyesore. I managed to get her help from the local council before summer and the rats arrived on our doorstep. That's horrible. Uh, Nick, tell us about the bad guy in your life. OK, so... Protect his idea a little bit. We'll call him my mate Welsh Peter Thomas. Just to stop anybody being able to identify him. I don't think you've protected him very well, but that's fair. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's find out what he's done and then we'll decide whether that was worth it or not. OK, so um, back then, we were both working at a, a well-known children's adventure holiday site, shall we say? OK. Now, I had a girlfriend coming to visit, mm-hmm. so we figured we'd take her out, show her some of the climbing techniques, etc. So he's on the bottom... I go up, he's belaying me, I'm going up Jacob's Ladder, climbing all the way up to the top. Yeah. You get to the top, it's like a telegraph pole, about 25, 30 foot up. I look down, big smile on his face as he's there, just letting out loads and loads of slack on my line while chatting to my girlfriend. Stood up there, took a couple of deep breaths, just like, I haven't got any choice here, I'm going to have to just jump, do the leap of faith. He's not going to drop me, he's my mate. Anyway, jumped, did the leap of faith. He let just a little bit too much line out, hadn't he? So I drop, stop about two foot from the ground, just enough to swing, smash my ankle straight into the stump of a tree. No! But, yeah, a fair bit of pain coming from my my mouth at that point, yeah. What happened to the ankle? The the ankle's fractured, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I laugh now. <laughs> now this is. I'm yeah. going to put. I'm going to make a prediction here. This is. This is where you then go on and tell me that actually he ended up being your best man and uh, you're married to the girlfriend. Ah, uh, sadly not. No, the girlfriend came and went long ago, and uh, he moved to Norway. Oh. <laughs> we, are, we are still very good mates. Oh, that's good. By uh, modern technology these days. It's good that you're still mates, um, <laughs> despite the yeah. fact he broke your ankle. If he, if he wouldn't have gone up there straight after, I'm not sure we would have been, but I was just like, to be fair... I'm not sure I would have wanted to go up if I'd have dropped in first. Well, I don't know whether there's any leftover physio that is needed on that ankle, but uh, you got a thousand pounds to fund it, fella, because uh, that, that is that is a belter of a story. <laughs> he is a bad guy, even if you are still mates. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.